Patrick Montgomery was in court. Jonathan Manapa will stay in federal custody. No, I don't take responsibility at all. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. So 51-year-old Kansas resident and Army veteran William Crestman was a second-degree member of the Proud Boys when he took part in the Capitol attack. Um, in the lead-up to January 6th, he participated in group chats with the others. It, they were gladly anticipating violence. Crestman was discussing what weapons he could take to the Capitol, and when he found out that he couldn't bring a gun... He responded with a frowning emoji, and then he said that he would have to settle for a, quote, wood flag staff. So on January 6th, Cressman was seen on Capitol grounds. He was wearing a tactical vest with and gloves. Um, the gloves had knuckle guards, and he had a helmet with him attached to his vest. Um, and the, the helmet had an orange strip of duct tape on it. So you may have heard about this. A bunch of the proud bigots were seen with these orange pieces of tape, whether it was on their hats or their helmets, sometimes on their clothing. They did that so that they could easily identify each other in the crowd. Well, Crestman was also carrying a two foot long axe handle and it was wrapped in an American flag. And the government says that Crestman purchased the axe just one day before January 5th and or the axe handle and he wrapped it in the flag so that no one would know he was carrying a weapon. When Cressman approached the mob that was gathered at Peace Circle and he saw everyone getting physical with the police, knocking over the barricades, he rushed to the front of the crowd and he basically assisted in all of that melee. So Crestman and the others chased the retreating police officers. Um, they went to the next line that was formed. And then Crestman was seen waving for the crowd to move forward towards the police. When the officers took someone into custody, Crestman turned around to the mob and he yelled, quote, don't let them take him. And then shortly after that, the mob surged forward again. They overran that newly formed police line. And eventually the police were forced to start deploying non-lethal munitions. So they were deploying, as we all know, rubber bullets and tear gas, pepper spray. So Crestman was seen and heard on video. He pointed his axe handle at the police and he threatened, quote, hey, if you shoot, I'll fucking take your ass out. So sometime later, Crestman was seen and heard leading a call and response from the crowd. He yelled, quote, whose house is this? And then they yelled ours or mine. And then he said, do you want your house back? And quote, take it. So after a while, the mob started to lift up and shove the barricades against the police. And Cressman was seen on video assisting in that push as well. A short time after that, Cressman was seen wearing a gas mask and he was pointing his ax handle at the police kind of in a menacing manner. Uh, the government didn't explain how he came into possession of that mask, so I'm not sure. Uh, Crestman and the others then ultimately broke through that police line. Again, they made their way onto the Upper West Terrace. He continued to incite the mob. He continued yelling things like, our house, and whose house, and take your house. Um, and Crestman was bragging to others around him. He said, quote, we were the ones in front. 
And then he was thanking them as if they were just supporting cast in his movie. It was like, you know, hey, thanks for your help back there, helping helping us to get through there. Um, so then Cressman was seen illegally entering the building a short time after that, uh, and it was shortly after the initial breach. So he led more call and response chants in the in the Capitol. Um, Crestman and his co-defendants, which were Corey, or two of them, I should say, or Corey and Felicia Canal, those were the, that was the brother and sister from Arizona. Um, they all headed to the Capitol crypt, and after the mob overran the officers in that room, they chased after the police. The the officers retreated down a set of stairs to the visitor center, and they were trying to pull down the metal doors to block the mob from entering the Capitol crypt. Well, Crestman and the others blocked the doors. So that's the infamous video that I know you've all seen that was filmed of the proud bigots and other people. They were throwing th things at the police. They were blocking the doors um, with their bodies, with various objects. So Crestman was seen on video. He was holding his axe handle over his head to try to prevent the metal door from descending. Then he and the others followed the police into the visitor center and he was seen on video preventing the arrest of another member of the mob. So approximately 26 minutes after he initially entered the Capitol, he exited the building. And then following the Capitol attack, Crestman recorded some of his telephone calls for some reason. So the police were able to get, or the FBI was able to get a hold of these phone calls. Um, and he was boasting to one person, quote, we have the cops running through the fucking state building, dude, trying to slam the emergency doors like the big garage door type ones that segregate off the rooms. And we were throwing fucking chairs under there to block it, dude, to keep going down, dude. And there was so much CS gas in there and shit, dude. And like, dude, the cops were legitimately scared for their fucking lives dude, you're so fucking cool, dude. You're so tough, dude, when you're, you know, outnumbering the police by thousands to one. <laughs> Sorry. If you didn't know, that last part was me. That was not him. Anyway, uh, it just makes so much sense sometimes why some of these people supported Trump, doesn't it? Anyway, in another call, Cressman said that he and other proud bigots went to the Capitol because, quote, our piece of shit Vice President Pence was going to cuck under and not do the right thing with the votes. And in a third call, he was heard bragging, quote, we stormed the Capitol building and we took it over. We made the House leave like they couldn't finish their vote. So Cressman was arrested on February 11th of 2021, and he was charged with conspiracy, obstructing an official proceeding, civil disorder, threatening a federal officer, entering restricted building or grounds with a dangerous weapon, and disorderly conduct in a restricted building or grounds with a dangerous weapon. In October of 2023, Cressman pleaded guilty to the obstruction charge as well as threatening a federal officer. And based on the obstruction conviction, which carries more weight, he was facing up to 20 years in prison, three years of probation, and 250000 in fines. However, the prosecutor requested only 63 months in prison, three years of probation, and 2000 in restitution. At his sentencing hearing, 
Cressman apologized to everyone that he affected with his actions, including his wife and three daughters. And Cressman told the judge that he felt, quote, intoxicated by the excitement of the crowd. But he said, quote, I now see my statements and actions in a much truer light. I'm ashamed of what I said and did that day and ashamed my daughters saw them. He added, quote, there are many things I regret saying, and for that I am truly sorry. I'm sorry that police and people were injured and scarred by January 6. U.S. District Judge Timothy Kelly presided over Cressman's case, and he referred to January 6 as a, quote, national disgrace. And this is a Trump appointee, by the way. And Judge Kelly also said that Cressman's victims were, quote, not just the law, but the people who make the law, and the machinery of our system that ensures the peaceful transition of present presidential power. In regard to Crestman's incitement of the mob, the judge told him, quote, I can't recall seeing a more direct encouragement to rioters that day to run through police and go to the building than that. However, Judge Kelly did buy in to Crestman's remorse. <laughs> As you can tell, I don't. <laughs> um, in the end, he sentenced Cressman to 55 months in prison, three years of probation, and 2,000 in restitution. Cressman is one of the few who's been in prison since his arrest, so he's going to receive credit for the roughly 35 months that he's already served. Um, like I said, I'm not buying this. I'm not buying his remorse. I think it's a bunch of BS. This is one of the guys who sang in the January 6th choir. And he says he's ashamed that his daughters saw what he did. But one of those calls that I quoted was to his daughter. She's one of the people that he was caught bragging to in a recorded call. So no, I, I'm not buying it. I've seen way too many of these people flip on a dime. They say one thing in court, then they get out and they, they go out in public and play the victim. They continue to push the fairy tale about a stolen election. And they still believe it. They 100, I just read another story this morning about someone who feigned remorse in court to get leniency and he is all in. 100% still believes that the election was stolen, still is a Trump supporter. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. They just, they don't want to know the truth. We just have to accept that fact. Most of them are not strong enough and not intelligent enough. That's just the simple facts. Some are not strong enough and they don't want to know the truth because then what it says to them is, I was wrong. They, they're not strong enough to admit that they were wrong. They don't have the integrity, the courage, the you know, strength of character to admit that they made a mistake and they don't want their time in prison to be for nothing. So they have to hold on to this. And, you know, they, they have this community that they built up within MAGA and they don't want to let go of that. It's sad. Most of them are very lonely people, don't have a whole lot going for them in life. And this is all they've got. So that's why they're not going to let go of it. That's just the way it is. I mean, you don't join the proud bigots because You've got a really great life. <laughs> it's just not sorry. 
<laughs> just keeping it real. Just saying. All right. I'll let you all know when and if I hear more. Thank you so much for watching and listening. And please like, share, and subscribe. Please donate if you possibly can. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon. Mm -hmm.